It is the Nico and Chris Bears post-game wrap-up podcast show featuring Nico and Gino, and not Chris. Yeah. Um, so there is that. Gino by way of Chris. Gino by <laughs> How about that? <laughs> this is the part where Chris goes, that's right, and your Chicago Bears today defeated the Arizona Cardinals 27-16. to Boy, exciting for game. Early, for early Christmas gift for you all, for all you Bears fans. And we were there. And We, we were Gino, there live. Gino and I went to the game live. We decided on Friday or such to to go to the game. We found some cheap seats, so what the hell, why not? And I fist bumped George McCaskey. How do you like them apples? Yes. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't tell him how he felt about the team. No, he just fist bumped him. Well, he was walking <laughs> through the parking lot. <laughs> he was. It was George McCaskey. Um it was George McCaskey, and I yelled, hey, real loud. And he just walked up to the car and he said, did, bear he down. Didn't even, didn't even hesitate. I'm like, cool, okay. Um, so there you go. <clears throat> right, yeah. So, the, yeah, the right as we were pulling the parking lot, there's George McCaskey just walking through, which I have heard he has said he does that. Mm-hmm. He will walk through the, the tailgate and say hi to the fans. Um, That's cool. That's cool thing, you know. And, uh, um. Whatchamacallit, uh, interacting with your customers. So yeah, speak, right? you know, I mean, it's, you know. it's one, he's probably, I, I guarantee he's one of the few NFL faces that would actually do that. Um, I don't think Robert Kraft or Jerry Jones no. is doing that anytime soon. No. Um, before we go further, please listen to the show. Uh, look for Nico and Chris anywhere you can find podcasts where the first one that show up when you search for Nico and Chris. So it shouldn't be too hard to find our show. Don't say, well, I typed it in and I couldn't find it. Bullshit. It's the top one. Yeah. You can't fuck around and miss it. Um, and follow the show at NNC Bears Cast on Instagram and on Twitter. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Bears win. Bears win a, a... They win a game that they're in charge of it for most of it. At no point did the Cardinals ever really create any kind of a threat. But the fact is, is that I think the Bears could have done a little bit more to put them away. Um, Justin Fields looked all right for the first half, I thought. Then in the second half, I thought he looked a little sloppy. There was a couple plays that I liked. I liked that they rolled him out of the pocket. Um, it seemed like more of his, you know, the style that he likes to play. Uh, I liked they were setting up the rollouts and the play action pass with the running game. Yeah. Khalil Herbert had 108 yards. That was his season best. I wow. I'm surprised he, I think he had 24 rushes too, which again, I think Justin had like 30 passes. So that's good. Keep a nice balance. But it was kind of sloppy on offense, I felt. Um, defense played pretty well the first half. And then the second half, it just seemed like they pulled back a little bit. I, uh, yeah. It seems like this, it's, it's the MO of this team. Like they'll take a quick lead or an early lead. And then they just kind of like, okay, well, we have a lead, so let's just preserve and the let's lead. coast. Yeah. Let's coast, and hopefully we, you know, can maintain. Right. But as we all know, the NFL is full of parity, and the point of parity is that any team could beat any, te- any given Sunday, right? It's in the name, yeah. right? You know, the idea is you can't coast. You shouldn't be able to coast. Um, I, there, was, uh, there was a couple key plays, I thought, that were interesting. Um Obviously, Justin's interception to in the end zone right after he just he saved his own ass and got the Bears a first down on the thirty yard run. 
he throws it right. He throws it into just a bad spot in the end zone. Yeah, it's a it's an interception, but it didn't hurt him because it, it ended it, up it, not it was end of the half anyway. And you know, no, whatever. it was it was second half. Yeah, they scored they scored the touchdown on it. They scored their second touchdown on it, or their one touchdown on it. Yeah. Oh, they did. Okay, remember they missed the two point conversion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I thought for some reason I thought that was yeah. No, they turned it into a touchdown, and then. Like I said, for the most part, he played pretty well. Once he lost Komet, and then he lost D- he lost DJ Moore early. Yeah, but DJ Moore came back. But then Komet got hurt, and he was out the rest of the game after the first half. Um, he was gr- Komet was great. He had a hundred yards, and he only played one half. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of sucks because it's like uh, Cole Komet's all of a sudden become the guy that that. Him and him and Justin just have incredible chemistry right now. They're they're so in sync. Yeah. At the moment. Um Way so, to die for that catch too by Command. Oh, that was yeah, and it was underthrown ball. The defender was right on him too. And yeah. it's like, wow. So I don't really know. Really good underthrown ball. I don't know if the defender lost sight of the ball or whatever it was. That's, but. that's kind of a play we haven't seen Komet make because most of the time. He gets hit in stride, you know what I mean? Because he's a tight end, yeah. Yeah, um, or he gets hit, you know, as he's facing the quarterback again. Um, but, you know, when he needed him most, DJ Moore ended up making the, the first down catch Yeah, um, that was necessary to, to put the game away. Cole Komet caught some plays, passes that. But Darnell the, Mooney was insignificant. Again, again yeah. Yeah, um, would he catch a yard? I think he Maybe. caught like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't for much. Mercedes Lewis catches a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, they'll, Who's that guy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they said. I think they said it was his two hundred and sixtieth game in the NFL. Wow. He's been playing for nineteen years. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Really, today's game is really just mostly about you know. Uh, it, it, it's about, I mean, granted they won, but to be honest with you, at the end of the day, it's... They, pro- they probably were evenly matched with, which is with a the shame. Cardinals. Which is a shame because you know, like, I mean, the Cardinals are so bad. Yeah. Um, as far, and I mean, they're just like, because they don't have anybody of significance on the team. Yeah. I think today really just continues to show that there's no way this coaching staff can survive after this season. I just don't see what they do properly that really, really goes, okay, well, you know what? He might not do this or that, but he's got this, and that's a big deal. I, they don't do it. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody saw the clip, but there's the clip of later in the game where Fields is trying to get the play call out, and he's screaming at, at – Get, which I'm so happy he screamed at Getze. It's his – Cutler yelling at Mike Mart's moment, you know. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. Mike I said fuck you. Well, tell Luke I said <laughs> you know yeah. Um, and they actually showed Getzy after Field yelled at him, and he kind of looked like, oh wow. Um, I, I think because Justin probably knows, and or he has a feeling that he's probably gone from here. But the yeah. fact is, is that you know, you know, Getzy's the guy that holds him hostage with these with with the way mm-hmm. he plays. Like you said, the first half, we saw some runs. We saw some nice play-action runs off of that, some nice out-of-the-pocket rollouts. Yeah. And then in the second half, they got away from it, and the the worst call was the third-and-one Wildcat. Mm-hmm. What was that for? Who was that necessary for? What? Okay, so they see you going to Wildcat now. They see that Justin Fields is not going to be catching the ball yeah. out of shotgun. 
Do you think that they're not going to attack the ball carrier? The Cardinals, I mean? Yeah, and, and, and them and every other team would do the same thing. I it, mean, you know, no matter how good or bad you are, you know, some things are just like, oh, okay, they're trying to trick us here. I don't know why. I mean, but, you know, whatever. One, one play call I couldn't get over either was, it was, I think it was right before that, maybe earlier than that, he runs the ball. It's a it's a, a jet sweep to Valus Jones Jr. on first and ten. Yeah. And it goes for no yards. Like, they smelled it. They, they saw mm-hmm. Valus Jones. They knew exactly the play. Because Valus Jones is not good enough to be on the field for more than a few plays a game. Yeah. So, the few plays that he is decent on, they already know what play it is. So, even uh, maybe run him as a decoy. Yeah. Yeah. But don't run the only good play he's good at because they know he's a, like, they're probably looking, they go, there he is. Okay. Just, just, he's the one that's going to get the ball. <laughs> Don't even worry what, about anybody else. What strategy? Yeah, it's is a horrible that? strategy. Oh my god! Wow. And it's first down, and then because we were at the game, we were at least able to see it. Moore and Mooney weren't on that play. No, they were coming in on second down. Why aren't Moore and Mooney on first down? I don't know. I, don't uh, know. I mean, like, I, I just I, I don't understand. I don't get how Luke Getzey can take the podium this week, and he will obviously. And be like, well, that's just the plays that, you know, we just got to execute better. Because that's all they say. That's all they say, yeah. We need to be better. We need to execute better and blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, you know, Luke Luke Getze can ride on Aaron Rodgers' coattails for so long. Now Now it's starting to come... Together and you see, well, maybe it wasn't Lou Getzey, maybe it was Aaron Rodgers. Well, it was never Lou Getzey. Lou Getzey was just there. Lou Getzey was just there. He, he was, was just there, and it's like, oh, he wasn't even offensive coordinator. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the that's the problem is that you hope that people learn their lesson from this in that, but they won't because they'll blame some. They'll blame Justin Fields more than they blame Lou Getzey. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of what happens in these things is that the players get blamed because they're the ones who either. You know, execute the play well or don't execute the mm-hmm. play well. And so they'll blame instead of like, well, why would you call that? It's like Olin Cruz said, if I'm watching the plays, I'm calling Lugesi in my office the next morning. Exactly. And I'm going, yeah. what, what, how does this play help our quarterback? Mm-hmm. Can you answer me that question? And it's like, what I, I it, and the problem too with that is, is that I think is that. The way Getsy is, is, is play calling, which he does the same thing every week. Every week. Um, whatever. Whatever criticism Justin gets, it may not be all him, and whatever his whatever his tendencies are, is because of. So now he's he's I. I think he's learning the wrong way. Is what it is. You well, know? yeah, he's so. You oh, know, it's not. It's not. It's not a coaching staff that's built to help Justin Fields right now. They're just not. Interested. Yeah, they're not. They're not doing. They're not. Play, they're not. Um, they're not producing. They're not producing a formula for his strengths. Is right. what it is, and so now he's in a rut, and he can't. He don't know how to get out of it now. Right. You and, know. And actually, and God forbid if he says anything. Oh well, you know, maybe these he plays are going to work. He and did. It's criticized for it. He, so, he called out know. coaching earlier in the year, and they like he did. Well, you got to. You got to call it. back. You got to yeah. say. You got to say. He goes well. He's like. 
I would never say coaching, and I don't want you guys to say that, you know, and making the team look bad. And it's like making me say something bad about the team. Yeah. And it's like, no, you meant what you meant. We, we're with you. And you know what? When they called your name and they said number one, Justin Fields, they, when they introduced you, everybody was cheering. There was oh, not yeah. a boo. There was not a boo in the house. In the house. It was, and it was almost kickoff. The so, only boo I remember is boo, the booing is in the third quarter when the they started calling those bullshit plays. That Wildcat got booed. That, yeah. And then it's like, and yeah. And then all of a sudden, the boo. It's like, oh, yep, here we go again. You know. Because but, they knew what a crap play it was. Yeah. Everybody's watching, like, what's going on? And don't get me wrong. <laughs> There's a few plays where I felt Justin was holding the ball on way too long. Yeah, he does He was that. a little indecisive. Mm-hmm. He needed to be a little bit better. But you know what? A couple of those plays, they, they were covered really good. Yeah. Even even on the post, even on the uh, Bears post game on uh, the score, they said they were playing uh, a light zone. So they were covering, and maybe Justin was just, you know, not ready for that. But why wasn't he ready for that? Mm-hmm. Where does that fall under? That's the coaching. Yeah. It's coaching. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, he hasn't he hasn't thrown well, except for that one. But he's thrown a lot less interceptions, but still holding on to the ball too long. I agree. He's, he he he's he's gotten better at like at throwing the ball away. I will yes. give him that. You know, throwing it out of bounds or whatever. Even when he's on a run, even when he's looking for somebody and he's scrambling or doing whatever, and he sees nobody open. Okay, instead of taking a loss, he'll throw the ball away. Which yeah. okay, he's improved on that. He and he'll wait. But he'll yeah. wait a little bit for a play to develop uh-huh. and, and maybe dump the ball off to somebody. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think I, I look. It, it's a shame, you know. The part of the reason why I wanted to go to today's game, besides the fact that it was cheap, the and that the nice weather, weather and the weather was nice. Yeah. This is probably the last time we're going to get to see Justin Fields. Yeah. play for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is your first time seeing him live, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we he didn't play last time. We we all went. So no, the last time it was Dalton. The last time, yeah, was it Dalton? Yeah, it was yeah. Dalton. So against against the Cardinals, against Cardinals, no less. <laughs> they were actually pretty good then. So anyway, <laughs> that was part of the reason why I wanted to go to the game. But yeah, that it's just this is probably going to be the end of the Justin Fields era, which is a shame. He never really got a true shakeout. You know, he got drafted by a coach and a GM who were on their last legs who thought if they could draft a quarterback, then they wouldn't get fired. Mm-hmm. And then they were still so stupid enough to forget the other 52 guys on the team yeah. and the fact they stunk out loud that they got fired anyways. Um, mm-hmm. And then he got he got thrown into a coaching staff that just, I don't know, that just didn't understand how to use him properly. That just didn't understand that he was. Well, a they're different... first timers too. Well, they're all first time exactly. They're all first timers, but he was. But it was also a guy that they look at and they go, "Well, what do we do with him? Well, we'll make him like this and instead of going. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll make he... him here. Here's we here, right we, exactly. Here's the we'll... soft clay. We're gonna. You know, but it doesn't him. work that way. No, it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. You have to, you know, figure out what he's good at, what he's not good at, and, I mean, and then just. Go with it. But see, they don't have that experience. And they probably never will because I don't see Getsy, you know. I mean, I mean I've mean, i heard talk in, in, I've, in the recent past about, oh, well, this guy is going to be, you know, he might be a potential coach. You know, at the beginning of the year, before, yeah. you know, they were, before project- the new year, they were projected. <laughs> they were projected to be good this year, right? The new season, yeah. The yeah, and season. it says, who knows? Getsy might be uh, up for a coaching job, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, this sounds good. But then here, you know, 
<laughs> we've seen thus far, and it's like, yeah, Luke Getzey, I don't... It, You'd have to be stupid to to hire him as a head coach anywhere, you know. Jeez. Well, that's... luckily, luckily, I don't think anybody's that stupid right well, now. Well, you never know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, look, you never offense know. rules the NFL, but I mean, you got to have some kind of success before somebody hires you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of what that's going to kind of dictate your job. Uh, well, what I job mean, you can get? Well, I mean, the Bears. You know, they did hire Nagy. What kind of experience did he have? They made him a first timer. He was with Kansas coach. City. That was about it. Well, there I mean, you go. But I mean, that was about it. You know, it wasn't like he was a ball boy. Or something. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No, and he, now he's calling plays right over there. Some whatever. Well, he was call, He was the offensive coordinator before when, okay. we, when the Bears hired him. He was the offensive coordinator. Oh. That's why I said when. Well, was he offensive coordinator? Really, or was it just well, in name only? Because we've had that title here. Okay, so what I've heard, what I've heard multiple times is that he would call the plays, or he would call a couple plays, and then Andy Reid would decide. Okay, what the plays were. Now, yeah. the year he did call plays for the Chiefs before he became the Bears head coach, uh-huh. there was like a few weeks where like they were only scoring like sixteen. They were like scoring less than like. 15 points a game yeah. on offense, which, what does that sound? It sounds like when he was with the Bears. Yeah. There was like, what, like 12 games where he they didn't score more than 21 points uh-huh. in a row or something? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Golly. Um, he, and then Andy Reid took the play calling from him, and all of a sudden they like went like 5-1 and one their next six games. They were mm-hmm. averaging like 25 points a game or something like yeah. that on offense. So... Now that he's the coordinator again, you you see like where they're struggling again, mm-hmm. and that's with Patrick Mahomes. Now, granted, Patrick Mahomes also has a problem with his receivers not catching the fucking ball. So that's the thing I don't have. I, I have a little bit of an issue with. And I mean, I granted the guy gets a little bit of slack because he has won a Super Bowl or two mm-hmm. and an MVP. Is that? When it's Patrick Mahomes' receivers that drop the ball, it's the receiver's fault. Oh, yeah. When it's Justin Fields' receivers, it's how come he can't get the ball to where a place they can't catch it. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, if this is, you know, if you're supposed to be the professional here, like you're supposed then, to catch the yeah. goddamn ball. And then you right. can't win either way, even if he puts it in the numbers and they drop it. Right. You know, so. Right. No, no, exactly. So, no, but now that Nagy's been the coach again, I mean, you look, look, that offense is struggling again. I mean, they, look, it's not just because he's the coordinator, but no. there's got to be something a little bit, you know. And supposedly the, the story is is that... It's Taylor Swift. It's, That's yeah, exactly. It Taylor Swift. Supposedly <laughs> that it's the same way as it was before. Nagy pitches the play, and Andy reads the one that basically decides yes or no on Yeah, yeah. Um, I know last year there was arguments about whether Bienemy was calling the plays at all. Oh. But I, I know a lot of people were saying, well, he can't be calling the plays because Nagy's calling the plays now, and it's like... Mm. Hey, what's Bienemy do? He was their offensive coordinator. Oh, the he Chiefs. was. Okay. Yeah, he was the Chiefs. See, but here's the difference. He was the one that was the coach when Patrick Mahomes won all those Super Bowls and went to those Super Bowls and won those MVPs. Yeah, yeah. So now that he's gone... Mm-hmm. And he's with Sam Howell, and Sam Howell has been throwing the most passing yards of anybody in the league this year. Mm. Now, granted, the Commanders aren't that good of a team. No. But the fact that he's done that with Sam Howell, who's a fifth-rounder, who no one's ever heard of until this year, yeah, kind of goes to show that he kind of has some idea what he's trying, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's why I would love him to be the Bears coach. 
But I just don't know if he's the type of guy that the Bears would want because I've heard stories where he's very difficult to deal with. Okay. Um, and we all know the Bears don't like difficult people. They they like people that are nice, and that's part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not saying you need a guy that like barks like a dog, but I think you need someone who gets. You know, I I, I see it like this. Earlier this year in the off season, some uh, Washington Commanders players were complaining about the way Bienemy coaches. Okay, and saying he's very difficult. Yeah. And he will chew you out, you know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And Ron Rivera, who's the head coach, didn't really back up the enemy. He's like, well, if that's what the players said, da 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 da. Yeah. And another guy said, he's like, well, A, nice job throwing the coordinator under the bus. <laughs> he's like, yeah. but B, he's like, he's like, what he should have said was like, yeah, this guy, this guy has gone to Super Bowls before. Like, do you not want to win a Super Bowl? Are you that uh, you know? Are you that much? I mean, what are we doing this for? Yeah, are you that much? What are you in- guys playing for? Are you right, guys exactly. playing just to, for a paycheck every Sunday? I mean, what? And if you ask me, if he can, if he, if the players don't, you know, if the players respond that way, but there's also, you know, I think that that's not a bad thing. I think calling out the players for doing something wrong. Like I said, the guy I admire the you most. You can be nice about it when you're calling him out. Right. Right. The you guy I've it. admired for years has always been Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians has never been shy about calling anyone. God. He called Tom Brady he out. called Tom Brady out. Yeah. Now, granted. He, Before he even got there. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, you, you'll probably, you know, you, you as you could tell. And everybody you know, says, oh, my God, he called out Tom Brady. You're yeah. not supposed to do that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I I love Bruce. I think Bruce Arians is a, is a wonderful coach. Um, if you ever get the chance, watch. If you have Amazon Prime, watch All or Nothing, the Arizona Cardinals season where he's where it's his team. It's so good. You yeah. get to see what a coach really. See he's, see, he's the type of guy that I would respect. Yeah, he's as a player. You know what I right. mean? Right. No, I think and I think the players. I'm just do. saying that's I, a, me, that's me. Personally. I don't think I look I, I, when I see him when you watch him get mad at the players, it's because they're not doing the the, the the job right. Yeah, he doesn't get down on players just because, and I think that's where a lot of people get those wires crossed, where guys who are like who bark loudly, mm-hmm. who demean players. Are guys who just do it to do it, like Josh McDaniels does it. And there's tons of stories of guys who played under Josh McDaniels as the head coach, where he would just yell at you for no, for just dumb reasons. Whereas a Bruce Arians will call you out because why? Because you're not doing the play right. Well, that kills me about McDaniels. I mean, he's he was under Belichick, right? Yeah, for ages. Okay, does Belichick do that? Does Belichick bark at his players? I don't know. He'll he'll argue with guys, but it's not it's, okay. Arguing is one thing, but uh, to to sit there and you know maybe belittle them, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Okay, no. so where does Josh McDaniels get that from? Is that, is that that must be just arrogance? That must be just arrogance because he's got uh, rings on every finger because he's you know because he worked for Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> no. Uh. It's the Charlie Weiss thing, you know. Oh, that play's not going to work, and he just points to a yeah. Super Bowl ring, like, you know. Okay, okay. Um, haven't we figured out? Haven't I mean? Haven't some of these guys figured out the, the geniuses, right? Haven't they figured out that you know, just like in medicine, everybody's different, right? Right. If something, some, some kind of medicine, let's say, might work for me, might not work for you. Right. Okay. It's the same thing in players. Okay. This, this scheme. 
might work for Justin Fields, but it's not going to work for this next guy. Right, and that's why, like, if you if you look at a Bruce Arians and you see that he was successful in multiple franchises, uh-huh. winning a Super Bowl with the Bucks. Granted, it took Tom Brady, but yeah, he never really had a great quarterback. He had Carson Palmer, but it, it just never worked out because Carson got hurt, or that one year where they ran into the Panthers on their way to the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, the Cam Newton, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you look at it, the players always liked playing for Bruce Arians. They always felt respected by Bruce Arians. And, uh, you know, it's like Jimmy Johnson. The players love Jimmy Johnson, you know, and yeah. it's like it's like uh, Michael Irvin said it. I know Troy Aikman said it. Dave Wanstead has said it. It's, it's not just because Jimmy got the best out of you. It's because he made you believe that your best hadn't even been achieved yet. That you could be even better than yeah, you were. Yeah. And a lot of guys take that and they go, oh shit, yeah. I can be better than He's that. He's a motivator. That's yeah. it. And that's what, exactly, <clears throat> you have to be a motivator. I mean, look, uh, Tom Thayer said it, you know, three years after the Super Bowl, a lot of guys could have given up on Mike, but there was Dan Hampton and Steve McMichael still running the wind sprints at the beginning of camp because why? Because Ditka told him to do it, and that Ditka and Ditka could motivate those guys. Yeah, yeah. Those guys were there forever. They didn't have to do any of that, but no, they still did it because they still liked Ditka for the most part. Yeah, but Ditka could get them to go do the work. Mm-hmm. You have to get your guys to do the things, and you have to be you have to be convincing enough of a leader to do that. Like I said, one of my favorite, one of the parts I always quote from the All or Nothing from Bruce Arians is at the beginning. He's like, he's like, I got a couple rules. He's like, one, don't park in my fucking parking spot. <laughs> right? Yeah. Everybody okay. laughs. Yeah. And, you know, two, he said, hold on to the goddamn ball. He's like, all right. He's like, and then he points at a player. He goes, everybody knows how I feel about holding on to the ball. He goes, Smoke knows. He's like, because Smoke's nickname was motherfucker last year until he started yeah. catching the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> and everybody laughs and everyone's like, okay, okay. Whereas I've heard stories where Josh McDaniels has like these stupid sayings all over the wall yeah. and he'll quiz you on it, he'll pop quiz you on them, right? And if you don't know it, he'll go, oh, guess who doesn't know the sayings? And he'll call you out in front of everybody. Wow. You're not going to win a locker room that way. No, no, you're um, not. You're supposed to be all be uh, on the same page going towards the same goal. Right, exactly. Not, you know, calling somebody out and then saying, oh, look at him, haha, make fun of him, you know. Yeah, blah, guess blah, who blah. doesn't guess who doesn't know the stupid sayings? It's like, you know what? Go get fucked. <laughs> you know? Yeah, go yeah. lose your job again. Mm-hmm. Hey, just remember, you lost to Tyson Bajan, asshole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. But I, didn't I hear that he might be inheriting the team over there in uh, New England when uh, Belichick goes bye bye? That's what who I knows? heard. Who knows? Belichick might be fired this year. He might not. Um, okay. So, back to the Bears. Yeah, back to the Bears. We have, there's, what is it? Unfortunately, we're going to be starting from scratch. I mean, we we really don't know. You never know. They might still keep, Poles might still keep Justin and go with a new coaching staff. But then again, you might run into the same problem. Well, he's not our guy. You know, we didn't. You know, we're coming. I don't think I, I. I just don't think I don't think anybody. I know a lot of people are like. Well, you could keep Fields, but you probably have to keep Eberflus. I think everybody's just gone. You know, what I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a liquidation sale. You know, he's gonna oh. get his own head coach in here. You know, he's gonna start from the. You know, I just kind of wonder where the pool is because I haven't heard anybody even rumored yet 
to be talking to the Bears about a job. There, there's not. It's been very tight lipped that he's going. That 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 Eberflus is fired. Mm. I haven't even heard many stories where it's like, well, it's coming close. He's getting fired. With Nagy, we heard that story from Thanksgiving. He didn't get fired, but we thought he was. Yeah, you know. So I don't. And I mean, remember John Fox? It was like a month before we knew he was. Get, we knew his ass was getting canned. There's still two games to go. They're six and nine right now. The best they can do is eight and nine. Yeah. And I still think even at eight and nine, you have to let him go. You have to let him. You have yeah. to fire him because I just don't see his value. Because the only thing he's shown value is is that he's a good defensive coordinator, which you don't need, which you need one, but it can't be him because he's supposed to be the head coach. Yeah, yeah. You know, your head coach shouldn't be your best defensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's got too many uh, Jobs. too many things to worry about besides that one thing. Even right. though he specializes in that one thing. Right. You know. So. He's got to trust the people he hires and whoever, but... See, I think part of the reason why he didn't hire a defensive coordinator is because he knew sooner or later he probably would get fired, and he's got to show he's still got chops. Like he just Well, you don't really hire a new guy in midseason anyway, right? No, but you could bring someone... There's a position coach in the in the locker room. You go, okay, you're running the plays now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's part of the reason why he didn't. It's just like, nah, I'll just do it myself. Yeah, because he's, he's done it before. And he's going to go, well... I can at least show him, like, well, I can still call defensive plays. Like, well, we need defensive coordinators, so <laughs> keep yeah. your job prospects hot. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, as of right now, with the Panthers losing again, the Bears still hold the number one pick. But with them winning, they jump up to number eight. So they have two picks in the top ten, remember. They have their pick and the pick from the Panthers. Oh, wow. So they own positions one and eight now. Um, it was what one and five. Last week was one and five coming into it. Oh, so now it's one and eight. Oh, so the more games they win, that's gonna keep changing. Well, yeah, he keep pumps it up. Huh. So obviously, polls polls is pretty comfortable with with them not winning, with them winning games because I guess he's probably gonna trade the number one again. I guess if he wasn't comfortable. He'd probably try to sit everybody, don't you think? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't know if they run it back with Joe. I just don't have I have a I have a feeling that they just won't run it back with Fields again. You yeah. know, and then you have to convince a new coach and a new staff to, to coach this guy. Well, maybe they need to You know, I just don't know if Well he here's can do the it. thing. Maybe they need to, and I know this is a lot, a little different, but Maybe they need to hire their coach first, and then we'll think about a quarterback or whatever. Well, no, of course they'll do that, but I well, think, they didn't do that last time. Well, the quarterback was already here. That's what okay. In the time before that, that the quarterback was already yeah. here. Yeah, you know, because because this time it was Fields was here before Eberflus, and Trubisky was here before before Nagy, yeah. and Cutler was here before everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even even going back to Rex Grossman, Rex Grossman was already drafted and already started before yeah. Lovey got here. Mm-hmm. Same goes for. Uh, I think I think before that it was I don't know I don't think Cape McNown. I think Jared I think Dick Jerron was the coach when Cape McNown was drafted. So hey hey folks, notice a lot of quarterbacks, yeah, lots of <laughs> a lot of names. We just named a off a few. You know, they like what nine eight. 
Yeah. Yeah. So oh that, my God. Oh. Yeah, it's just gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what. Yeah. What the next few weeks play? What they play they? the Falcons next week. The Falcons won. They're an interesting team because they're a team with tons of talent, and yet they don't win games, <laughs> <laughs> or they don't win games convincingly enough because yeah. their coach is kind of a, their coach is another Getzy, okay. a guy who just doesn't take advantage of the good players that he has. Yeah, I remember everybody called that guy a genius, and then like ever since he's been with Atlanta, he, like he sucks. Um, is he a first time head coach? Yeah. Well, that yeah. I think I read something in fact like his dad is like the owner of FedEx. Oh wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something like that. He comes from money though. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I mean, what do you think is gonna do you think the Bears move on from Fields? Um I'm not sure. I wanna say no. I wanna say that they keep him. You think they still keep him? Because I think he's talented enough to wear Maybe they just maybe they figure a coaching change is his best bet, but now you run that risk again of you know a new staff and it's like, Ugh, okay, well we got to work with this guy now and then that's another, that's um, what you would call it, uh, you know another a different you know third another scheme, system a third a third, a third system yeah. a third system now yeah you know? four years yeah mm-hmm. so. And you hope the new guy is going to be one of those guys that at least has a good idea of what he can do with a certain person instead of saying, okay, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I'm going to make him do this. Right. Whereas instead of being like, okay, well, I'm going to stir this pot and what I come up with should be what his strengths are, I guess. You know, whatever. That's the thing. Well, I think it boils down to, like, you know, I think it boils down to, what, like, what Troy Aikman said and what other people have said about offensive coordinators and stuff. Uh, these guys are, like, so married to their I, their plays and their schemes, and they go, well, I've got to have all these plays and this and that. Yeah. Where, as, can you beat me with your best plays. Mm-hmm. Can you be, can you take anybody on your team and beat me with your best plays? Yeah. And there's a lot of offensive coordinators who just, they don't do it that way. They don't have a scheme built up. It's so many ideas. Nagy, you know, Nagy's a great example, you know, mm-hmm. just, it's just all these different concepts. And it's like, can't you just beat me? You know? And he's like, well, I don't want to run the I formation. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, I'm not, he said, I'm not here to run the I formation. You know, like, and that's why your ass is back as offensive coordinator. Yeah. And you're lucky. You're lucky mm-hmm. that you got your job back. You know, because a lot of guys, I mean. Well, he's a familiar face over there, you know. They love him. Well, they did love him in Kansas City until the season started. And now they're they're wondering, you know, because they were so happy to have the enemy gone. Oh, man. Really? I don't know if happy is the right word, but a lot of people just thought like, well, here's the real offensive coordinator. <laughs> and it's like, well, they blamed, it, they blamed it all on Mitch and they blamed it all on Fields. That, that's why Nagy's you know, plays didn't work. But it's like you had the enemy. He was the guy when they won the MVPs and went to the Super Bowls. Why isn't he the fucking offensive coordinator guru? You know what I mean? 
Well, you know, besides, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, the yeah, guy but, who was there with the success is the one you don't praise. Like, I, I think. That's okay, so but weird. besides that, doesn't don't people see that the other elephant in the room is the fact that okay, uh, these guys are not very creative. They don't know how to call plays. They don't know how to use him properly. Okay, but the other elephant in the room is he doesn't have enough talent on that offensive line to protect him. Right? Are you talking about Fields? Yes, or any quarterback, even Trubisky. I mean, you know, Trubisky. I just think, Trubisky's, I think, uh, Trubisky's a lesser talent than Fields, way for lesser, sure. Way less, for sure. But the guy was still running for his life, just like everybody else was. I well, I just don't think I just don't think they know how to properly use him. Exactly. Exactly. I just don't think they know how to do what's best for his strengths. Um, but you know that's that's kind and of the year to and compound that like i said protection if you can you know you know kyler murray had bad protection all game today he could still escape from it when he needed to you got to have escapability okay. i mean there's a, look there's a, there's always going to be protection issues there's no such thing as a really great offensive line anymore if there ever you know was such a thing but i remember i mean i'm sure it didn't happen i'm not saying every play but you know, how many times did we see Tom Brady could sit on a lawn chair Sometimes before, he the, found, before he found somebody? Right, but then... But I'm then, just saying. Yeah, but then you watch those Super Bowls against the Giants. He's getting his ass beat oh, left and right. Well, the Giants were badasses, okay? Okay, yeah, but, yeah, that. that's, but that's my point. Like, okay, you could say lawn chair, but then... You get you get a team with some real talent on the defensive line and the, and a coordinator. Yeah, you put pressure on the guy, which is what you're supposed to do. But I'm that, just saying, yeah. you put talent on the defensive line and a coordinator who knows how to use that talent. Then yeah, you can get anybody can get beat up. So I just I don't I don't buy the whole off. I mean, you need a good offensive line. I, I still think they need a good center. They do need competent offensive linemen, but you're never gonna get like five Hall of Famers to, to guard the guy. It just no. doesn't exist. No, um, and I think a lot of people that's what they're. Because, look, for as much as, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers gets praised for what, this and that and the other, he's always been, he's always been, uh, uh, he's always been running for his life out of the, out of the way, you know. Um, and Brady, don't look too far. You could say he's sitting in the lawn chair. He's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in league history, I think. I could be wrong. But I also think, too, that Tom Brady's smart enough to know when he's going to get rid of the ball. Yeah, smart enough to get rid of the the the, the you know to uh, take a sack when he needs to. Yeah, you know, there's lots of things Fields' game can still learn from, and I don't know. It, it, to me, like I said, I just think Ryan Poles is going to clean slate everybody and go. Okay, here's my plan. I've got a defense that's just good enough that can win you some games. Yep. I got some decent offensive pieces. I've already paid for one guy, Komet, so he's in the zone. Yep. I got DJ Moore under contract. I need a new receiver because they're probably going to let go of Darnell Mooney or either yeah. bring him back on a cheap deal. Mm-hmm. But they'll probably get another receiver probably in the draft. They'll probably either draft Harrison a, Jr.? Maybe, unless they go quarterback. Yeah. And they'll probably draft another offensive lineman. They definitely need a center. They need upgraded center big time. Oh, yeah. Because Lucas Somebody Patrick can snap the ball. Lucas Patrick and Cody White here suck. Yeah. Um, but those guys are just aren't very good. Mm-hmm. So he's got a defense built already. You get a halfway decent defensive coordinator that can get the most out of him, which isn't easy to do because 
you know, the Bears had a really good defense with Vic Fangio, and then they bring in Chuck Pagano, and it worked for a little while. Yeah. But then it stopped working. But I think also part of the problem is the reason why it stopped working is when Akeem Hicks got hurt. And that's when you oh, saw yeah. that's when you saw the decline. Because I think not just for what he did on the field, I think he was the heart and soul. Oh yeah. The voice. Sure. The the the, the manic. He had the those crazy. guys att- yeah, he was their captain. I don't he think was the, he was the that man. defense was as strong. Yeah, he was their captain. He was the man. He was the man. And maybe nobody wanted to admit it, but I think he was the guy that really made those guys go. Oh yeah. Um but Pagano once he once he was Well he's well well, well he's he well he's got a ring, doesn't he? Akeem Hicks? No. Oh, no, he doesn't? Okay, no. I thought maybe he no. had a ring. But when he came to the Bears, he was kind of like, he was a guy that, like, just didn't, you know, nobody knew what to do with him. Mm. He was just bouncing around from organization to organization. Oh, wow. He was drafted by the Saints. I think Pace drafted him or had him drafted. Okay. And he was just bouncing around. And we got him, he was like, not I won't say a trash heap, but he was a guy just kind of, like, looking for a team. Mm-hmm. And when the Bears signed him, like, yeah, you can be on our team because, like, they didn't have anybody like him. Yeah. And he, like, spent the next four seasons kicking ass. Yeah, yeah. But I think good. the second he got hurt, that's when you really saw the defense fall apart. Yeah. Um. So it's going to take someone, it's, you know, it, it, it's going to take a lot of work. You can't just hire any hot coordinator just because either. Mm-hmm. You got to be on, you got to know who you're picking. Like I said, I like the enemy. Doesn't necessarily mean he's the best guy for the job. I just think he can get the most out of an offense. You know, you just got to kind of work with him who's going to be his defensive guy. Because he might be a guy that just doesn't care who the defensive coordinator is. And you can lose games that way, too. It's going to be know? an interesting couple of weeks. And, to, and, and, and they still and, have the Packers. And an off season, Yeah. Yeah, they well, still have to play the Packers. Well, the Packers are not... What everybody thought they were going to be. Yeah, but they won. So. I mean, they you know they they I mean they sold themselves too as like, hey, we got this guy. We don't need Aaron Rodgers, right? Well, you know, well maybe neither, that's true. Maybe that's not. Neither of them are going to the playoffs. So. No, so they're yeah. so maybe they needed each other more than they thought. Who knows? But yeah. All right. Well, uh, for that. That was the Nico and Chris Bears post-game wrap-up podcast show featuring Nico and Gino. Gino, by way of Chris. Yes. Or the who, other way around. Yeah, something know. like that. Whatever makes sense. Um, <laughs> follow the show at NNC Bears Cast and listen to the show anywhere for podcasts. Look for Nico and Chris. And have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, whenever you listen to this. Even if you listen to this after Christmas. Yes. Have the next Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. You know? Enjoy it all. And, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, besides that, bear down. Bear down. Yeah, all right. All right.